Hey guys, welcome to the Hero Podcast, where we help those who identify as women get back to their confident, sexy, and empowered self after a breakup. The path to breakup recovery can be a torturous and lonely journey, especially if you don't know why you feel the way you do, or you just don't know how to bloody fix it. Empowering yourself with knowledge, building confidence, and embracing camaraderie is the way to go about it. And that is just what the Hero Podcast is all about. Whether you've just got out of a relationship or the bonds of the past are still holding you back today, you're sure to pick up snacks or even whole meals of actionable advice when you listen in. So let's jump on in. Today we're taking an in-depth look at how to let go of someone we love, the essentials to forgiveness and transformation of grief. Now, fellow boss babes, as much as we can try to do everything ourselves, sometimes there's that kick in the guts from a breakup that we just can't shift. That pain of a breakup comes from grief, and it can hurt just as much as losing a loved one through death. It hits right to the core of our being, and it almost seems as if we just can't go on. But we are here today to show you that grief can be shifted and transformed in such a way that we can prosper and love and be happy once again. It is all about knowing the right way to approach and deal with it. You don't have to languish in pain for years on end, and we have just the person to talk with us about it today. Before we begin, remember to follow the Hero Podcast on Spotify. And if you are keen to join our community of like-minded boss women, you can download our new Hero Breakup Recovery app, that's H-E-R dot zero, for free on the Google Play or app stores. Today we are talking to Australian breakup coach and best-selling author Michael Gollowin. Michael has been through a lot when it comes to heartbreak and rejection. Endless cycles of breakups and pain led him to eventually uncover unique solutions to rapidly transform his grief and heartbreak into living an inspired life. These solutions, backed by both modern science and ancient wisdom, have been part of an ongoing practice for the past 12 years under world-renowned human behaviour specialist Dr. John Demartini. Once he saw the results of his work in his own life, he was amazed at the speed at which transformation is actually possible. He reviewed the methods he took and replicated the process. Combined with having Master's and Bachelor of Science degrees, working in the highly technical offshore oil and gas industry for almost two decades, Michaels uniquely merges his two fields of expertise to help his clients rapidly transcend the grief from relationship breakups or to help singles rapidly find their loving match. So let's get into it. Welcome, Michael Golowin. Thank you so much for coming on to the Honor Your Breakup podcast today. Um, we really appreciate your time and I can't wait to hear your story. Welcome. Yeah, no, thanks a lot for having me. Really appreciate <laughs> hey, it. You are in uh, quarantine at the moment, aren't you, with, in Australia? Because usually you're in South Africa, but you're here in Australia for the moment. Um, yeah, how are you going through quarantine at the moment? Uh, almost, I think, 10 days in, 11 days in. So, yeah, almost done. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you'll be itching to get out by now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate um, your, your efforts and hopefully we can, with our chat, we can just keep your mind off it for a little bit. Um, but thank you so much for coming to share your wisdom. I can't wait to talk about 
um, your experience. You've got such an in interesting life story and, and work what you do now. You are, as I said earlier, a, um, a, a fellow breakup coach. Um, so I'm really itching to get into that a little bit more. Um, so I'll first of all, I'll start off by saying, why did you, how did you get into your business? Like, how did you start what you're doing now? Um, where do I start? You know, like most people, I've been through my fair share of breakups and heartbreak scenarios. And yeah. through my 20s, like I'm into my early 40s now, but through my 20s, 30s, I just kept attracting relationships that would end abruptly. And I was usually on the receiving end of these um, breakups, you know, yeah. splits. And so I kept um, experiencing repeated patterns of abandonment. Rejection. Okay. And it wasn't lost on me that, you know, my childhood had something to do with it. And my mum left when I was about seven or eight years old. She left the family, okay. um, leaving my, my dad, my brother to, you know, um, go on amongst ourselves. And uh, I've been with, you know, trying to link with therapists over the years and did a lot of self work through yoga, meditation, other, other processes and methods to try and find answers and even though that sort of stuff in its own ways is has its own merits and was great for my life to form great habits you know yeah ground me it didn't really give me the answers that I sought so it wasn't until I came into the work of Dr John Demartini who actually his work is dedicated to integrate all dis different disciplines across um, different sciences philosophies and including mathematics and to apply to the psyche and wow. it was until then that I understood how the psyche operates how our mind operates between our conscious our subconscious the vectors the difference differentials in um, energies going on and how to work with them and how to neutralize our emotions with regards to pretty much any issue yeah and when I started to experience these cathartic profound releases and entering these states of I can't really explain it apart from just being in absolute grace yeah and appreciation for the people that are, you know supposedly wronged me yeah and at the end of it having these new experiences appear in my life manifesting um new situations you know that I could be I could cherish yeah I wanted to start to understand how this worked so that started me on a pathway of just delving and just want to understand the mechanics behind this process yeah yeah and one of the processes that he developed was a process that deals with grief over the death of a loved one so in my case i applied it to one to a major breakup that i had uh, about five years ago okay i adapted that and applied it to my loss through separation of my intimate partner and the transformation that I experienced that time was nothing short of profound. And I really wanted to help other people with this. I mean, no, you know, I have to share this. There's so many people out there that suffer from breakups, um, heartbreak and yeah. and grief and all the negative emotions and then the negative behaviors and then the negative consequences of all that onto our other relationships, repeated patterns of attracting you know, different partners that are helping us, well, they're actually helping us, but 
challenging circumstances. Yeah. Affecting our work, our ability to produce an income, just our whole lives become affected. Yeah, totally. I want to be able to help others to just let's transcend that. Let's dissolve that grief as quick as possible. Yeah. And move on to the next. Other challenges in life, right? Next, next, more. We want to graduate to the next challenge. Yeah. We want to move past that. We don't want to keep attracting the same thing over and over again. We want to move past it, learn a lesson, exactly. and uh, elevate our life, power our life, expand it. I love that. So you've actually. Through your own experience, um, use your use part your, your the cases in your life as a as a test subject, I suppose, and, and testing these things that you've learnt out on yourself and and actually finding those transformations to be really powerful. That's really cool. That's great, yeah. And um and I'm actually would love to talk more about the the methodology that you use as well later on in the in the show. I think that would be so. I heard the story. I think it's fantastic I, I love your work so i'm just so so pleased so fangirling here to be able to actually hear more about it um with your business who do you actually work with and and how do you work with them well i work with a bunch of different uh, people you know who are suffering or experiencing different pains um for example people who are going through a breakup recently yeah you know, normally that's quite there's shocks involved there's a lot of emotions there's a Whole myriad of things going on we don't know where to start oh yeah so yeah i think we've all been there yeah yeah <laughs> so i help people can to um, break all those emotions down the exact things that are uncovering or um, yeah. behind those emotions and dissolve them and then help them move on with clarity cool. I also work with people who perhaps maybe not recently broken up but they might be in a new relationship, they might be single, but they're all but they've still got attachments, these invisible yeah. threads to their previous maybe relationships or ex-partners. Yeah. Or some other so-called dysfunction. It could be usually from childhood, but um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so but, those barriers that are holding them back, those little strings that are sort of not not allowing them to be free and moving forward to their new relationships, is that right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, can't, they can't express their full authentic authentic selves yeah until until they address those issues from their past you know yeah and uh, do you work with them as a um like this like in a in a zoom call or in um coaching workshops how how do you work with yeah so I usually work one-to-one -one and yeah. in person um so it's necessary to do that because everyone's different yeah. and i have to be able to get in there and get very specific and it, there's so many nuances in there to be able to try and um, untangle and then set aside and work with each thing one by one it's like you get a tangle of knot a big knot of string yeah and you got to untangle it all and it's there's quite a few things to be able to uh, understand what's going on to be able to do that you know what I mean? yeah so I can't just set people on a on a bit of um, instructions on a bit of paper and yeah and go away and do i can but it's, it's a long way to do it i'd rather work with people i get the yeah. biggest bang for their buck doing that yeah absolutely um, i also yeah. can work with single people as well who are struggling to attract you know their ideal partner mm -hmm. so it works the same in fact it's actually a byproduct of how i discovered um how powerful this process is yeah so in my case when i dissolved the emotions around the grief of my breakup back in 2016. I was free of the grief. I didn't miss my partner, but there was still a lot of issues around the, her itself. I had a lot of anger, mm. there was frustrations. There was 
also admirations, infatuations that also imbalanced that I just hadn't resolved regarding her herself. Yeah. So it wasn't until I dissolved that that I was able to manifest my next partner um, who came up within an hour of finishing that process. So I've, wow. I've, I've dovetailed both of those processes to be able to not only get over grief of a breakup, but also no. manifest their ideal, I'd say their ideal life at that moment because relationships might not be the, the target. It might not be yeah. the desire, but no. in my case it was. In other people it has been. So That's awesome. So you're actually helping people right from that grief state to all the way through to help, helping them envisage Envisage? Envisage? Imagine. Image. Imagine. <laughs> Let's just say that. Imagine their um their perfect life and their 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 dream partner. I, I and you're working helping them all the way through that. I really love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um with with looking at your um how you're talking about your own um experience with breakups and grief, um you're one of very few males that I have here on the this platform. Um and you're one of the special ones. Um, <laughs> can you tell me, while we have this opportunity um, as, as females to listen from a male point of view, what was it like for you after your breakup? Like I know there's the the quintessential sort of uh, sad and all of that, like we all have those feelings, but do you feel like there was anything different from a male perspective? Um, I'll come to mind I mean been off quite a few breakups but two come to mind yeah both both times I was I remember clearly lying prone lying down just sobbing wow and, and when I brought take myself back to one of those moments for example um yeah it was a total one minute there was I had a fantastic home life, family life. There was vitality in the house. There was animals and partner was there. And the daughter was there. When the car was packed up, the removal truck left the day before. Hmm. And as soon as that car packed up with everything, animals, daughter, and moved out through the gates of the house, I remember just turning around and facing the house and going, what the hell is this? It's like an empty shell. There was nothing there. It just my whole world just crumbled. And I didn't know in that moment I was just overcome and I just collapsed. Yeah. And I was just on the pavement, just sobbing. Wow. And I don't really talk about that. You know, it's very, not that I'm embarrassed about it, I'm talking to you about it now and you do it, but I think as guys, we actually do experience these things, but we're just very private about it. You know, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get my mates over and try and cheer me up. I kind of just trucked through it. And yeah went, you know what, I picked myself up and just had to deal with life, you know. At that point, I had to actually organise uh, moving because I'm not going to live in a whole big house just by myself. So yeah, yeah. I had to organise moving and, and storage for my stuff and then travel, go back to work offshore. And so that takes over. Um, yeah, and then it's like, I think guys, they tend to not express it so much. Yeah. It could be to their de detriment, actually, because... As we know, we don't deal with these things, then we come back. Yeah. Come back to haunt us. I think it's really um like thank you so much for sharing that with us because it's it it is helpful um for I would say many of our listeners because often we have 
as as females you know we get we after these things we talk out our feelings and um and i know a lot of my friends and myself all experience and we kind of see we don't see that emotional reaction from our previous partners who were male and so therefore we think oh maybe they just didn't care or maybe they there wasn't anything there or maybe they just have no feelings or anything like that um obviously it's not true but it's like in that moment when you can't see any kind of demonstrable uh reaction then you kind of think oh i'm just alone in this but what what we've seen from your example is that it hurts deeply on both sides it's just different ways of reacting to things and and different ways of moving through it yeah for sure and we don't address these things then we can actually revert to other behaviors that probably aren't in our best interest you know for example reaching for alcohol for example or Mm. some other destructive behaviors you know yeah yeah and guys tend to do that probably more than women as assumption but that's my experience yeah 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 um, we've all got our different things there. Um, I remember hearing a, a stat actually. I'll, I'll I'll find it in my books and and put it down below um, a link to the research. But it was where the survey was done and it found that men and women both experience the pain of a breakup quite like, um, in equal amounts. It's just that women will feel it deeper but for a shorter amount of time whereas men will feel it less deep but over a much longer period um you know whether that has to do with what we were talking about which is that you know those maybe societal um norms or or slash pressures of of not being able to express them men being able to express those emotions um just traditional slash toxic views of what masculinity is and all those sorts of things yeah yeah um and yeah as a female i can totally resonate with the feeling everything all at once and it's all a drama and and all of those sorts of things but there yeah we are able to talk it out a little bit more and i don't know but it um it is it is uh it it provides me with some hope when you say you talk about um you know moving into new relationships that we can actually get rid of these old strings and attachments from from past experiences so that we can actually move into new relationships uh freer and just um you know not not carrying the the baggage, the baggage of our yeah, for sure. we owe it to ourselves and also to our, our new partners you know? yeah 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 so with your breakups um uh, you know, as, as you've demonstrated, it's been an, a massive amount of grief and pain for yourself. For yourself, um, how did you help yourself through it? You touched a little bit on in your introduction, but what what did you actually do? You mean the steps that I talk, talk or what? Um, yeah, just like how did you approach your breakup? Oh, okay. Um, so me. So at that point, when I, 2016, is already about five years training and having certain knowledge to be able to dissolve perceptions and emotions okay. with issues in my life. I never actually applied that or those techniques to a breakup situation, you know, and I had an opportunity. I thought, hang on, hang on. Eventually when I picked up myself up off the floor, I realized, look, you've got this knowledge, you've got this training, you've worked with other people, yeah. Um, you know, you've helped other people with issues already. Yeah. Now, this is no different. Come on, pick yourself up. Let's do it. So, 
Yeah, so I ended up uh, starting by looking at my life and going, okay, well, see what's, what goes on when we lose someone that we, that we care about or something that we care about or that means something to us. There's not a loss of those things with that person, you know what I mean? Mm. Miss, we're sorry, we don't lose everything in our life. In fact, everything's conserved. This is where the conservation of energy comes in. Yeah. Which is law and physics. And that within our, our oh, there's a, a metaphysical idea called the, different writers call it noosphere, or sphere of attention, attention okay. and awareness. And within that system, it's like a, a finite psychical boundary. And within that is the limit of our, everything that comes from out within via our senses or from within to out to that sphere okay. via, via our motor actions. So we have a limit on our impact in the world, also have a limit on how much we can actually take, take in from the world. Yeah, yeah. But everything within that sphere is conserved constantly no matter what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if we can, when we lose someone through a breakup, for example, we go, oh my God, I miss her, I miss yeah. her. What is it about her exactly or him that you miss? It gets real specific, but it gets specific and note down, I miss conversing with her in the morning over coffee. Yeah. That's That has a, an energy component of feeling and it's got a certain uh, quality to it, like a shade. Mm frequency yeah but and then we have to identify what else uh it could be making love could be this sex is actually can break it down into further components yeah um such as well it depends what it means to everyone else to the Mm -hmm. person you know it's it's different for everyone so i'll break it everything that i'm missing that person down and i broke that down and identified where it was showing up in my life now and with each and every one new people opportunities experiences from that moment of the breakup till now there was all those aspects covered by new people and experiences showing up in my life through either old friends coming back into my life new friends showing up uh, new acquaintances new women but they weren't all for one person they came they just a whole fragment like all those things fragmented out from the one person who left into all these different multitudes that just appeared in my life. Yeah. So when I identified them all and I counted for them all, I mean, is that actually matching now in my life where what I perceived in my ex leaving? It has to be a, a balance, a quantitative balance, an accounting yeah. system in our psyche. And did that make you feel better in knowing that? Well, that it did because it's a it's very comforting to know that no matter what happens in life. There's no such thing as a loss. There's true loss. There's just transformation. And we start yeah. to master our life and we start to understand that and apply it instead of being a victim of circumstance. I love that. I, I absolutely love that concept. And because what you've shown here is that, you know, you've taken knowledge that you already had, retrofitted it for your own life in this particular challenge, and then helping to understand you what what you were missing with that particular person that you actually had elements of that um some if not all of it in your own life already so then you know what i mean 
you would find this with your clients as well. Um, um, I certainly do with mine that it's it's loss and fear are the major, that's the major crux of the, the breakup um, pain is that idea that we might not have these things in our life again, that we, um, we've lost something for good and we'll never find that happiness when really if we just train ourselves to perceive that and to actually recognize that in our life we already have those things so we're not putting all those um all of our happiness eggs into one person basket That's if right. that makes sense yeah uh, it's not top heavy it's like investing you don't put your eggs in one basket but yeah yeah, yeah. um there's a reason I... why we feel that though sorry no 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 you go you go oh well there's a reason why we feel like we miss you know it's a uh... It's because we're um, well. There's two. There's two forms of stresses in life. This goes pretty much everything. Um, there's a a fear of loss of that which we infatuate with, or a fear of gain of that which we don't want or yeah. resent. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those every issue in life, every problem, challenge in life can be attributed to one or the other of those two. Okay. In in case of breakups, it's the loss that we fear the loss, or actually grieving the loss of that which we infatuate. So what's happening is that there's also a positive bias it's called infatuation yeah to those aspects of an ex-partner going on and we're actually addicted to the feeling that those aspects give us when we're around our partner mm -hmm. and that addictive feeling actually releases neurotransmitters and hormones the feel-good ones you know, oxytocin serotonin endorphins yeah. dopamine and it, it helped, it forced, it doesn't force us, but it makes us addicted to that person. Mm -hmm. So what's going on when we break up, we're actually going through withdrawal symptoms from addiction to the positive biases that we project onto our partners. Yes, yes. Yeah, so there's a process. So once we um, account for where in life we're already getting those things, we then have to go through and dissolve all those positive biases in our ex and I can go through and explain how to do that. Well, just before before that, I, I think that's a really key point that you've nailed there. It's it it is addiction, and it's um it's you know when we look at the movies and we see you know some drug adult person that's that's trying to sell sneakers to get another hit or or going you know in our minds they they we perceive them to look crazy i mean that's exactly what's going on in our head after a after a breakup that's why we yeah. feel so much pain and so many urges and so much you know that our our brain just doesn't switch off thinking about that person because it is searching for ways to get back with them um and it's an evolutionary thing i mean it's not going away it's from that deepest part of our brain the reptile so, part and yeah, exactly. yeah our whole our whole you know our human animal is craving to be in its tribe to be hooked up with a mate and to be reproducing so you know that that part we can't get rid of and, and we shouldn't it's kept us alive all this time um but what you're saying too is that yes we can we we have all the crazy feelings but because we have the the gift of our you know neocortex our, our more human brain we can actually identify these things and start to hack them to be able to <laughs> understand it and and work it in a way that works for us which is 
you know, this is this is why we're all about on your breakup. It's about education and knowledge and getting rid of the stigma and actually helping to to find those pathways. So I just make yeah, again, it makes me so I wish I had heard you speak before when I was going through my breakup. Um so breakups. And it's just, you know, all the, the craziness that you go through. I will say one time, um, because we we've spoken lots before and um listening to your methodology i actually applied to applied it to the thoughts i had about a previous relationship that i thought was um like it, it ended amicably we're, we're, we're both friends but it, i still had that longing there you know i really love this person and so I, I decided to break it down i'm like okay what what am i longing about this person how can i let go of this um and yeah when, when i broke it down i was like oh actually yeah okay I, I already have these things in my life and maybe these are the things that I'm missing but it doesn't necessarily have to come from that person and it just it was amazing this lift that came from that that just kind of a release and oh, wow. um that's yeah that's so, cool. so I wanted to Thanks thank for you for that, that. I, I haven't actually told you that but I, I did <laughs> first time I heard that awesome I'll oh, so <laughs> just cut that last little bit of thread that's yeah the- yeah I got my sneaky little coaching session in there so um, <laughs> um awesome okay the next question was how do we heal from grief and um, i think the you trans- want to mention the work of helen fisher on that uh yeah if you want to it's, it's related to addiction and craving that's all yeah yeah she's a baller uh, um and i can add some yeah because links fully familiar. yeah go for it go for it just flaws yours coming from those positively biased aspects of our ex that were actually addicted to. There was a study done by um, Helen Fisher in 2010 and it was published in the Journal of Neurophysiology and they got a bunch of people who are suffering from breakups, put them in a um, fMRI machine to image their brains and showed them photos of their ex-partners and they noticed that the same areas of the brain were lit up that regulated the craving centers like yep. the craving, feelings of craving. And in fact, there's a study earlier, um, I think 1998, that actually mapped out the craving centers of cocaine addicts of, that were actually lit up when they were innocent cocaine and it's the same area as the brain. So what's, what does that tell you? Yeah, exactly. I mean- Was drawing from a, from a narcotic substance almost. Yeah, you know? it shows how powerful it is. And- <laughs> I mean, Dr. Helen Fisher, she is an absolute baller in this area of the, the brain in love. She's done so many TED Talks about this, and she is a really, really awesome um, person to look up if you're interested more in the chemical side of the, the physiology behind love. So definitely check that out. I might link to one of her TED Talks below as well. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, one of the massive problems about breakups is when we miss someone, and, and that those pangs of, of grief and loneliness that can come from that. How do we deal with this sense of, I suppose it's loss and you, you touched on this earlier, what what would your suggestion be to people in trying to deal with this? Trying to overcome it. Um, well, like I've explained, just trying to understand that there's certain principles that have to, that all of existence follow. Mm. And there's certain universal laws, there's certain, um, physics laws, we covered conservation of energy principle already. There's other ones, for example, law of polarity. This is actually from hermetic philosophy, if anyone cares to look into that. Yeah, yeah, and, what is that? And 
Oh, that's basically everything in existence at all levels has equal and opposite components, basically, okay. or good and bad. But and if we perceive something as being either one or the other, good or bad, there's equal and opposite components to it of the opposite okay. charge. I'll explain when I when I go through how to deal with uh, breakup. Let me or let me give you an example. You know, I perceived like some people might perceive they miss cuddling in bed with mm-hmm. ex-partner, you know. Yeah. And then I'd ask them to go, okay, go to that moment. You miss that. Okay, go to that go to a moment when you cuddled in bed with your ex. Oh yeah, okay. What's a, a negative component of that to your life? How has it harmed your life cuddling in bed at mm. that moment? Well no, it wasn't. No, no. You know, that that's usually the first response. So yes. That's what's good. Yeah. <laughs> well what happens is that when, when you're possibly biased or infatuated or attached to certain parts yeah. of our ex, we're only consciously aware of the positive aspects, you know. So there's a positive charge there. There's equal and opposite negative charge, but we're blind to it. It's hidden in our subconscious. Yes, yeah, not anything we remember, eh? That's or choose right. to remember. We choose, yeah. we, can, we, we can actually do it consciously. We can actually force it down because it doesn't yeah. suit our line of thinking at the time. A lot of the time it can be just buried. We're simply just unaware of it. But it's always there. And with law of polarity, you can go, well, hang on, it's equal negative. Where are they? Yeah. Well, how do you find them? You ask the question, okay, how is that thing negative? How yeah. harmed your life? And that disparity between the positive and the conscious mind and the negatives and the subconscious is actually what triggers us to have the emotional reaction because there's a voltage going on. Yeah. Like an electric charge. Mm-hmm. And emotion is energy and it animates us. It causes all these weird behaviors and feelings and we cry and, and run to our friends and, and make stupid choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's got a lot of energy behind it. Yeah. So to dissolve that, just need to ask, certain questions like I just illustrated how does cuddling in bed harm your life yeah okay then I might start to think a bit deeper okay well that moment I had to spend a bit more time in bed I liked it I want to stay in bed okay yeah go to work that day yeah did it take eating to your time to get prepared for work yeah did you have breakfast um not all the time yeah you know sometimes we'd cuddle and get physical and ran out of time to you know, have a healthy breakfast before being productive in our day, you know, things like that. You know, yeah. the, there's always negative things going on. And some of the key ones that come out, for example, they might not deep down have been like that person, they might be disgusted by them. You know, it could be on oh, morning, I've got bad breath, or got, you know, they'll scratch me with their, yeah. their toenails or something. <laughs> there's something there. But there's some, a lot of the time, there's some real nuggets that come up, and they're the ones that we're really hiding ourselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love how that. Oh, sorry, carry on. Yeah, and it, and those things carry with them shame, and we put in guilt and shame, and we actually just don't want to acknowledge that. Yeah. You know, and for example, the person might deep deep down really just not want to be around that person. For example, well, I'll give you an example. I'll just say basically that where there's grief, there's hidden relief, and when these negative aspects pop out and meet the conscious light of day in our psyche. It neutralizes that um, feeling of yearning. We just don't yeah. want it anymore. It's, like, oh, it's not, not good. It's not bad. It's, I don't miss it anymore. I love how you've given a, like a legit practical way of actually stopping missing someone rather than, you know, so many other 
thoughts in this area of you know just get back on the horse and distract yourself with work and all that like it works to a point but not really um and and you just actually because you're right there is that voltage going on when you um you think about oh i'm alone i really miss cuddling with with that person and so that that those pangs of of pain and and things start coming up whereas if you actually are able to look at it from another side suddenly it becomes kind of neutralized and you can actually focus on other things um i remember you know and again like you say that that voltage that that goes on there can spark us into doing really dumb things um and i can i've probably done all of them and like I, I that specific example I remember when I was going through my breakup that feeling um that missing that intimacy not necessarily sex but just the the cuddling side and and being close to someone and feeling safe and so what I would do is is you know go out on a bender with friends without friends it was just like this whole mess and then you try and find other people to hook up with who I mean that's a whole other problem that you're creating itself in itself is, is starting a new thing with someone else but they're not really in it you're just there for a one night thing so oh, you're, sure. you're not bringing all these rebounds yeah yeah rebound sex and then getting pregnant yeah yeah but even just the, the when that person goes in the morning suddenly you're left alone not just by one person by two people and and it just becomes this the cycle and you're, you're trying to crave this thing that is never going to be fulfilled by trying to find it in a stranger it's or in other ways you really have to deal with the actual issue so i really like i hand on heart believe that if i had have known about that that strategy you're just talking about things would have been so much easier and yeah so it's um it's great, great practical advice. Um, I mean, it's also scientific studies that actually verify this, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's the other angle I wanted to, to ask about. Now, you, throughout this whole talk, you've had a very scientific approach with it, which I love, because it's, you know, it's based in empirical knowledge and, and fact and all of that. But you've actually got a really interesting side to what you do anyway. And um, I've gone off on a little tangent here. I've read the... Um, your part in the best-selling book that you've um be, you're one of the authors of um i've read your story it is just fantastic and i a uh, little known insight into me i'm dyslexic it takes oh. me a week to read something i just you know it just freaking goes goes around in my head but reading your your story it was so interesting somehow the dyslexia just didn't even matter and i, I read it in about i don't know half an hour and it was just this really great beautiful delicate way um of of putting your what's happened to you with your relationship um breakdowns and and into new relationships and and your work with your methodology and and putting it into um ways that i could understand and also relating it to your work as a wait offshore oil and gas engineer uh hydrographic surveyor oh completely <laughs> different to what i just said um yeah, Close. yeah. and um and if you don't mind um you explained to me in one of our previous chats about um the subconscious and the tools that you use with your work out there um yeah do you remember this what i mean yeah i remember i remember exactly what you said yeah, yeah, yeah. okay cool yeah um okay. you want to go through that yeah go for it all right well so in my other life um for the last Oh, I don't know, since 2000 and 
and three, I'll be working in the field, in this field, on, you know, hydrographic survey, I work on this um, ocean surface, on boats, rigs, whatever, and do seabed mapping and subsea positioning um, for construction SCB? projects, laying yeah. pipelines, structures on the seabed, and things like that. And most of my work's been in the oil field, you know. Yeah. And so over the years, you know, as I've come into this this work now that I, that I coach in and, and work with, with the mine, um, it might seem totally unrelated, you know, to my, my past career. I still do it on the on the side, yeah. but in a very in a very limited capacity now. And there's actually when I actually check figured it out, when hang on, how can I go from a very highly technical background with in you know, engineering, surveying, math, you know, mathematics, technical using technologies like sonar and GPS, yeah. and then jump into a whole totally new field of being a not a psychologist, not a kind of psychology degree, but uh, a healer or a you know, yeah. call it a consultant or a coach. Yeah. And I realised that when I was working in the subsea environments, we actually I liken it to like the subconscious mind because we don't know what's down there. You know, we have to actually when we're out in a job, we have to shine sonar. Um, frequencies and energies down at the seabed to try and have that reflected back up and to paint a picture of the terrain and yeah. the the, um, the shape of the sea floor, you know, so they can actually design and engineer where to put structures, where to put the pipelines and things like that. Yeah. So when it comes to laying the pipelines and laying structures down as well, they have to know exactly where the, the cranes are, they have to know exactly yeah. where the this underwater robots are, they have to know exactly where these things are going to go. And we do that by sonar technology. And so I liken the sea surface as being the barrier to our subconscious conscious mind. On the conscious above the sea, we can see what's going on, we can navigate, we can we can build things without actually, you know, it's just seeing eyesight being measurements with rulers and other instruments. Yeah. Lasers and things. But under the water, it's totally it's black. We don't know what's down there, it's unknown. It's a mystery yeah yeah and so in order to achieve the goals of the project and get this um, oil field constructed down there we have to be able to identify where all these items are and, and the structures are down there and we do this by attaching sonar beacons to structures crane hooks divers and ROVs and things like that and with these beacons when they go down to the sea floors or the under the sea surface, we pre-program them with specific frequencies that when we actually shoot down a frequency from the boat down to the sea, sea column, it's like a, a certain, it's like asking a question to the subconscious. Yeah. So we're asking, okay, which beacon out there is programmed this frequency? And when you get this message, you want to light up and send the message back. And then once you do that, we get a pinpoint where exactly where that beacon is, we know where that structure is, we know exactly where it is in relation to everything else. Yeah. So we can start laying things on the seabed with confidence. Start mapping what's out there. Exactly. You start, can't see. And start putting things down in safety. Yeah. Well, when I work with people, I've, I've discovered that, well, hang on, I do the same thing. I'm just mm. asking targeted questions, which are of specific frequency, which is a specific quality. So yeah. a question of specific quality related to a certain aspect of the issue that's going on. Yeah. 
And when I persist with that, I might have to refine it sometimes. People can't get it. They go, oh, it's not, I can't get anything. Keep going. What else? What else? What's there? And eventually I want to change the wording to change the frequency of it. I like to think of it like, and then I ask that question. And when it, when it pops, then you'll see it. The tears suddenly pop out. There'll be, a, yeah. it could be massive sobs. There'll be a massive cathartic release. Yeah. It's because that, that answer that was waiting in the subconscious got triggered to respond. It came out into the conscious mind to reunite with the its opposite. Yeah. When a positive negative charges reunite, they actually release photons. This is done in bubble chambers in physics laboratories. Oh. So what's going on is releasing gamma photons in the mind. Yeah. Which is another way for, for, for enlightenment, state of love. Yeah. Light. I love how you're putting this for all us tech nerds out here. Like it's 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 great having that it based in in because we all love wellness, we all love the the woo woo fluffy spiritual stuff, but n- not many people can actually articulate it in terms of, of real world examples. Like you just put there. Yeah, I think asking, I'd never explain this to people because it's just it seems almost too much, and I don't know. I just I love to be able to talk about it, but it's yeah. I find it I find it fascinating. So thanks even for asking the question. I oh no, I, I love it. I, I know lots of people are, are you know this generation we 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 want to learn about everything, right? And and we want to learn about the different. But um, one example, just as you're talking about, like a, an example of of how changing the frequency, i.e. the wording of something, can just um, communicate that that um, that search better. Um, one really easily identifiable example for most people is when you ask a little kid and that you say, "What's wrong?" Don't know. And then, or or you know, they just know that they're in pain. So another way of putting it is, "What color is it?" And so they might you know start putting out coloring something in red or or you know there might be an orange feeling so it's like it's a different way of of bringing out that that information and i love what you're saying about the the you know rewording something and and how it's just like mapping the the seafloor you're trying to identify what's there so if there is a massive fucking boulder in the way then maybe we need to deal with the boulder so that we can actually start rebuilding things on a firm platform and and rebuilding our lives um in a stronger with a stronger foundation i love that i absolutely love that example um yeah turning a torch on in the dark you know yeah yeah there anyway i'll see now and knowledge is always power it's it's so much easier it's so you you empower yourself when you have that knowledge and 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 when you're i mean obviously when we when we deal with our own inner thoughts and and you know reality it's always scary because we're thinking oh god or, you know this is a little bit embarrassing but the more that we just switch on to what's there be okay with what's there and and learn to love that and, and work with it i think Absolutely. it's so much easier it makes the journey easier um okay so we'll go to this anything else on that i'll prefer to the next question um no maybe it's except that having that visual in my mind and knowing how it's all coming together in the whole entire framework allows me to see which way to go how to elicit these um the answers and deliver to the client or the anyone who's struggling the results yeah. it just helps refine what i have to do and it just yeah. makes things very crystal clear but you know when people have a tangle of emotions there's no way forward but for me it's a very 
clear structured way to deal with it not just yeah and it's you approach it like a project eh? yeah and not only that so it's a very mechanical mercantile drab way intellectual way to actually achieve a result but there's a certain point that's reached that a phase shift takes place yeah. and it actually once that phase shift occurs it's basically our mind intellectual mind and enough answers pop out of subconscious it's opens up a pathway to our heart and that's mm. when we start to experience that state and we get very clear um, vision it's it's a different type of vision that's the that's the state i'm talking about unconditional love and yeah and, um, and grace and gratitude it's uh so it's a very intellectual process that actually when you get to a certain point it will shift into mm. this yeah this uh massive uh, very large emotional release and state i think <laughs> these clowns are jumping all over the place I, I don't speaking about the intellectual side of things and and now nah, we're not psychologists or counselors but I, I do believe that we are storytellers and interpreters of of research that is done out there and and you know science and and the technical way of coming at things is so interesting when they're just put in the right way and exactly. if we are able to just interpret those those concepts for people and, and actually and I don't mean dumb it down I mean just make it interesting and relative and 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 you know relates to our lives that's when we are able to actually take notice and, and recognize how it can help us in our life so I bravo for, for doing that and and for helping people that way I think it's really brilliant um, it's a natural it's a natural, natural motivation for me. You know, it's great. Yeah. Inspired by it. I don't, don't have to tell me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to our next. Um, That's what I mean. Dyslexic. It takes me ages to read stuff. What do we want to Okay. So, what do you want people to know about separation and divorce and breakups? Um, and like what that can actually do for us because we've talked a lot about transformation and opportunities that these things bring for us um what do you mean by that well i'll start by saying that there's nothing that occurs in life that doesn't have a purpose mm. now we might think that there's challenges and circumstances that we regret or that we wish didn't happen but I'm here to tell you that they absolutely were necessary for you to be able to evolve. Yeah. And they, were, they happened in the most efficient way for you to evolve. And we evolve the fastest by following our purpose. We follow our purpose by paying attention to what's important to us in our hearts. It could be a bunch of things. And those things that are important to us animate us. They actually they create energy in us they create inspiration for us to move and act and actually move towards those things and create more of them yeah despite the challenges that involve if you know that you're moving towards something and there's challenges involved but you're still doing it you're on yeah. the right track so life's actually reshaping itself to con constantly keep us fulfilled by keeping us in a position 
to maximally fulfill those things that's important to us. Yes. You know, we can call them values, we can call them priorities, whatever they are. Yeah. And so when we draw people into our lives, we draw them in for that reason, because it's the most efficient way for life to help us get through, give us feedback by triggering our emotional um, issues to actually help resolve issues from the past to actually help us get to where we need to go to be of service on this planet with our purpose in the most efficient way. So say we break up from someone, you know, someone leaves us, you know, um, and find ourselves suddenly single and oh God, I'm single again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, there's a reason behind that. It's because it wasn't efficient wasn't an efficient method for you to actually get your values fulfilled by being in that relationship with that person. Yeah. yeah. So let's say your whole being, you know, including your subconscious, conscious, and maybe your soul, if you don't know, call it your own mind and me. Yeah. They all work together and to actually help deliver that to you, you know, and the circumstances in your life to help you maximize the efficiency and, and potential of your purpose to be here. Mm. So when someone leaves us and they break up and we find ourselves single, it's nature's way to let us know that it's, it's doing us a favour. Yeah. But, but we block that. We don't know that knowledge for a start. Many of us don't. And we don't know how to deal with the emotions that are left behind to deal with, you know. When you don't know it's happening and it fucking sucks because you don't yeah, understand why. Yeah. I mean, most or well, all of the single people that I work with, when I... Single people who actually long for a partner are actually, there's two things going on. There's usually pain associated with past relationships. This can go back way into childhood, but our past relationships or our intimate relationships actually go a long way to reflect back mm. our parts of ourselves that we're actually not acknowledging. You know? yeah. So they're actually triggering us emotionally to help us wake us up with feedback to go and help recollect those missing parts, the shadow parts of ourselves. So Humpty Dumpty's trying to get put it back together again. What's going <laughs> on? That's what they're rhyming about, by the way. It's trying to recollect the missing parts, the shadow parts of ourselves through our lifetime by being emotionally triggered by all these people that affect us, emotionally challenge us yeah. with pain and hurt. No matter what's going on, they help us learn to pick up those missing pieces from our past. You know, and they've all got connecting threads. It could be in the workplace. It could be a, an issue with a boss who um, is giving us crap, you know, mm. life, resenting him. Okay, we leave that job, get another job. That person's fine, the boss. We attract a partner giving us crap the yeah. same way. Okay, move, leave that partner, go to something else. Attract another partner, gives us crap in the same way. I'm going <laughs> to find myself single, go back home, live back home. My dad's now giving me crap. <laughs> For example, there's something going on back in your past, most likely the father, from giving you crap, you have to resolve because you've got all these authority figures in your life, male authority figures now, trying to help you mm. learn yeah. something, something back that you need to address. Address yeah. it, clear it, move on, take on the energy. When you release those emotional tensions that is holding us back from being able to express our authentic selves on this planet, yeah. we empower ourselves, like you say, but we're actually integrate all those things as well integrate all those perceptions out there and and things that we actually don't like in life 
we see how it actually is serving us, we integrate it into our being, it no longer then has to show up in our outer life to emotionally trigger us. We've graduated mm. from that now. Yeah. It's like a school. We're actually graduating to the next level. Yeah. So let me go back to the single people. So there's past pain. When I actually dissolve that past pain in their relationship, in the past relationships, and see how their life right now is fulfilling their, their values, what's important to them, they don't miss being with a partner. They don't want to be with a partner mm. at, that, at that point. They really don't. They go, oh my God, my life's right now is amazing. Oh my God, they're amazing people. I've got these amazing opportunities. I'm working on my business. My career's taking off. I'm getting everything I need that I thought a partner would give me, but I'm getting it all in these better areas. Yeah, like yeah. Helping me fulfill my, my purpose and give my life meaning right now. Wow, I don't want anyone. At that moment, when they release that emotional tension, the magnetic charge from the heart actually activates and it will actually bring that all those things into the form of one person. So wow. it's that moment when you that's when you manifest that lover who encompass all those things. That's how that's how it works. That's oh. for me. <laughs> that's incredible. I love how you're talking about, you know, it being the most efficient way that the universe has to to help you in that area. Because it's, you know, whether you're I, I truly believe things happen for a reason. And whether you think that is because of a divine intervention or you know you retroactively apply a purpose to what's happened um it doesn't matter it's it's turning an opportunity making an opportunity out of, out of things that are happening to you and when we talk about the universe you know whatever background you come from um religious spiritual background it's it is energy it's all energy and you know when we we think about energy well electricity will always find the the quickest path of least resistance to to earth is that right yeah the discharge right so it it makes sense that that was that same thing will happen for us in in different areas of our life that the you know the way while we might think that we really want to stay in a relationship um and we get dumped out of nowhere there is some part of this whole interaction and of energetic connection that you are resisting it in some way. Maybe it's you're not doing the things that your partner wants. Maybe you don't really feel comfortable doing this. Maybe you, um, I don't know, are, are compromising so much about exactly. yourself. So it universe slash energy slash divine intervention, whatever, kicks your ass out of it. And, and yes. suddenly you're, you're pulled out of that situation. So yes, they may have been the one that that dumped you but in reality this was better for you in the in the long run anyway um it's and just in my interpretation of what you're just saying i think it's really cool that's exactly right and not only that there's absolute reason for that person being in your life for that finite time yeah and when they no longer serve a purpose to get you where you need to go to be your most authentic self in the most efficient way then they no longer need to be there. Exactly. Their, their presence yeah. is extinct. And nothing that serves us, or anything that doesn't serve us in life or doesn't serve a purpose, um, doesn't exist. It's, it's extinct. That's right. I think, you know, as well as really shitty times being there's a reason for all of it, the 
you know our our previous partners every single one has has a part to play in our lives and absolutely i i completely believe that 100 of our life nothing is a mistake everything is for a reason everything we can you know if we yes. choose to make it that way we can to, I agree with yeah we can choose to learn from an abusive partner we can choose to um you know learn what to look out for going forward or what we learn the resilience in ourselves or there's so much to be to so much opportunity there for us and and i love how <laughs> whatever we're talking about you got the the science and technology <laughs> sort of stuff to back it up it's that's just yeah it, it makes it all the more real that way um i, I love the stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well i think the last question is so this is more about the 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 technical way, the simple strategies people can take away from today. So we talked about a lot of high level stuff. Um, so last question. All right. So finally, what are, if someone is listening to us today and talking about all this sciencey goodness and energies and universe and everything, um, what are three things that they can go away from today and, and start implementing themselves to help them release that grief of and that sense of longing for that other person that they've lost? Okay, well, I'd, I'd basically do what I described, the process I described before, but I'll just summarise it. Understand that nothing is missing. There's mm. only transformation, okay? Yes. So... When you have certainty in that principle, you can actually go with confidence and start to identify where in your life these things about your partner that you miss are already showing up. So yep. Get specific what they are. What, what do you miss in your ex? Get specific. More specific, the easier it is to find it in your life. That, and I totally vouch for that. Done it myself and it totally works. It's really, really great. I love that example. So account for what's missing in your life. That's right. Yep. And... Uh, next step I'd go through each of those things that you miss in your ex and ask how has that harmed your life how has that disadvantaged you in that moment in those moments when uh -huh. you can go back in your memory put yourself in that situation where you see that positive aspect in that person go to those memories okay ask yourself how has that been a disservice to me in that moment and keep persisting keep persisting until the the disadvantages of the negatives start to come yeah. up and yeah. until you can start to get a feeling of, of neutrality and these things that you miss stop having such a hold on you go hang on they're not so i'm actually relieved now that that person's not in my life yeah or that aspect of that person's not my life because as you go down the list of things that you miss you'll start to get stronger 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 feeling of relief and then the last little piece and this is what we haven't covered yet is to look at those things in your life now that are really fulfilling you Mm. in the forms the people who are in your life now have showed up and yeah. opportunities it could be yourself even taking on the roles that you used to you know that your ex used to provide you oh yes yes so you, a lot of time we empower ourselves and to take on those roles pets come in um sometimes give us a lot, a lot of affection yeah animals oh. come in i <laughs> yeah i mean dogs sometimes we animals come into our life for example after breakups and things help give us and other people and friends and new friends everywhere colleagues, new jobs, everything, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And ask how are those new forms now fulfilling what's important to me? And keep going until you can go, well, my current life is, I love it. 
Exactly full of everything it's that full. I need. And I'm missing anything. Yeah. Now I don't feel and keep doing that for each little thing that you miss. And by the end, it's it's not easy, okay? It's gonna be work. And you're not gonna to wanna to finish because there's gonna be unconscious motives for you to stay in that state of pain. Mm. You know, the egos don't want to die. They want to keep you in a place of um, emotional turmoil. You know, yeah. personas that come out of that, the victim, the, the sad person, the, you know, whatever, the abandoned person. Those personas don't wanna leave in a, without a fight. So you're going to wow. get resistance. When you start to approach these and start asking these questions, you're going to get, you might start feeling tired, you might start getting headaches, you might start getting frustrated, you might <laughs> get, want to distract yourself, procrastinate. Yeah. You know, but push through. Yeah. Give it a shot. At the end of the tunnel, there's light. Exactly. And all of these things, you know, it doesn't involve suddenly changing your whole life and, and you know, having this massive shift. You know, they're just just small things you can start implementing start practicing about um in your life to get that notepad out start writing exactly. down writing is quite powerful it actually helps really um ground those things yeah you can do all in one hit you can do a little bit like half an hour 20 minutes each day yeah sit down where i'm up to oh yeah okay how do i feel about that aspect of my actual missing uh miss that aspect uh no, I don't feel that anymore. Okay, yeah, next one. Exactly, and it doesn't even. You don't even have to start with your ex to um to if you if it's too triggering to to go straight there. Start with something small. Like um, I remember when I would start uh, thinking about these things, and because I love going to brunch, and when I go when I brunch is my life, and when I separated suddenly I didn't have anyone to go to brunch with, and so you know I'd look at that specific example in my life and it wasn't so much about my ex so I could kind of focus on something because food is probably my other soulmate in my whole life and you know start looking at okay can I go out to brunch myself like am I even allowed and so I just started to do it and it's freaking awesome because I don't have to talk to anyone I can have what I want and I can just sit in somewhere pretty with all the flowers and the the plants and stuff around me and just just chill and it actually became this whole thing that I just freaking love um so you know my point is you don't have to start with the love stuff right you can start with something small get your your muscles you know strengthened around practicing these principles um and and then work to the big stuff you know just just take every single bit a step at a time um i love these examples so the first one is, and i really want to hammer this home there is no such thing as loss in your life um just what michael said it's just there is it's just transformation so it's about finding that transformation in your life and the first one so we we are looking at what uh wait recap for me <laughs> okay identify those things that you missed in your ex yes identify those aspects yeah then you want to find how those things you miss in your ex were actually a, a negative to your life they're actually yeah. harming or hindering your life from fulfilling yeah. what's important to you you know usually okay, being with your ex let me give an example being with your ex oh, let me give an example of my life yeah okay to be with my ex she lived in a different part of the um, country, you know, I had a long-term relationship. But when we would see each other, it, I had to go to her or she had to come to me. Mm. Pull me away from what was important to me, which surfing in the ocean has actually been a massive part of my life. And that I noticed when I'm not, when I'm with her, 
I'm like, but I don't get to fulfill my, that other part, which is so meaningful for me. Mm. And so I go, okay, into my ability to fulfill that role, that, that part. And oh, that's another story I can tell. I tell it another time, maybe. But it's related yeah. to that and my upbringing when I was a, a, um, a kid and my mother leaving and things. And you talk about what you want to talk about. Um, let me finish first. Okay. So, nut out the negatives of that positive thing that you miss in your ex. Then go through and highlight the positives of the new forms now in your life. Yeah. Identify how they're helping you fulfill what that's what's important to you. you know? Yeah. And there's different tools out there, online tools. Discover what your purpose. Discover how to discover what your um, your values are. Uh, I can point people in that direction if they need to. It's, but what happens is that our life already demonstrates. So all you have to do is really just ask yourself, what what do I want to, what do I do? What does my life demonstrate? What do I spend money on? What do I think about? Like, what do I talk to people about? What do I steer conversations towards? Yeah. You know, those sort of things would help give you clues as to what's important to you. Exactly. You, know, you said exactly. food, cooking, anything to do with, you better watch MasterChef maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Well, with the, <laughs> with the new MasterChef. Coaches, I'm no, I know it's not, not the same, is it? Oh. oh, I don't know. We've had some issues in the past with our Master Chef <laughs> judges. Yeah. Um, I love, yeah, I, I think that's so cool, and it's it's such practical advice that that these are simple strategies people can go through and, and do. You know, try and find the thing that you're missing in your own life, and you know, look at those things that you did miss about that person, and then see actually was it was it everything. And even if it was the most amazing thing, try to find some negative side of it so that energy can can start bouncing it back the other way, that it's it's stopping that sort of spark. I'm totally hashing your scientific example, by the way. But oh, yeah, yes, yes. Um, you're saying and then and finally <laughs> and finally, you know, look at have a really decent look at your own life and actually think, what do what are the things around me that are fulfilling me and, and you know maybe if there if there's not much there then what kind of things can you turn the volume up a little bit turn up the saturation on 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 those things that you love and, and pursuing it and, and then start attracting I like that. Turn up the volume. that's exactly it yeah yeah, yeah that's speaking exactly of which Patty, <laughs> <are> you all right <laughs> i'm uh, <laughs> My mum thought she could sneak in and do some work around the corner, but she's um, ended up turning a video on for war. Um, uh, you're right. Dear old mum. Dear old mum. Yes. So um, now, apart from, are you happy with all of that so far? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah? I'd, I'd be probably cringing if I listened to it. But... Nah, you sound fantastic. You sound really, really good. Um, okay, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll talk about I'll, I'll bring in the promo part, um, and then I'll do a little bit of a wrap up, and then we'll we'll finish. But we won't hang up. We'll just stay on afterwards. Okay, that's yeah, good. Sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Now, Michael, today you have bought for our viewers uh, a bit of a giveaway, a bit of a promo. Uh, can you explain what that is? Yeah, so basically what I'm offering is a hour free consult to anyone who books a call in with me um, via my website, which is michaelg.coach. Okay. And on there you'll see a link to book in a call 
and just put your details down, pick a time that suits you and we'll get on the phone and have a chat. I love that. See if I can't help you because that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help people move through this stuff, which there's so much crap out there information that prevents people from being able to move on. Yes. Now, what... What's the um? Do you mind me asking how much is the session worth usually? Uh, well, I'll cut my, this bit out. Oh, okay. Um, I usually I haven't really set that out. Set that out exactly. Look, I've got my main program, which is fifteen hundred. Good number. Um, okay. Well, okay, one hundred twenty dollars a session. Okay. Um, US. Okay, cool. All right, I'll cut this bit out. Okay. Are your are your members Australian or what? Was it all over the world? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's all over the world. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. That is incredibly generous. And guys, I don't, you won't know this, but this is that's a value of just under two hundred bucks um, that he has given away for you for free. So I think this is really that's really incredibly generous. And um, I can say personally, having spoken to Michael um, as a casual client I should say um he is absolutely brilliant and totally worth his salt he's just incredible and a, and a really um empathetic and and sympathetic person to speak to he he just totally gets it he's like me he's been where you are he knows how it feels and he knows more importantly how to actually get through it so thank you so much for for bringing that to us and thank you so much for all of your knowledge today I'm you know, I've, I've been a coach for a, a, a breakup specific coach for years and I still just I always have these mind blowing experiences with you where you just, you know, drop some sort of knowledge bomb on me and it's, it's just so cool and I, I love how, you know, you live in South Africa, you travel all over the world for your, what's it called again? Hydrographic like, surveying work. I used to I, travel all over the world. Uh, um, things have taken a uh, very slow pace now with that. I'm actually expanding my coaching business. That's actually what's happening. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I love, you know, you've got your, your hydrographic surveying background and you are just this this healer that um, with a this Aussie accent, total surfer dude who, you know, sounds like a Hemsworth and you've got this this healing practice that that is, is truly helping people around the world. And I just, I'm so grateful that you were able to come on today and, and talk to us and, and, you know, listen to my crazy stories. Um, and I cannot wait to get you back on again sometime in the future. So thank you so much for your time today. Um, have you got any last thoughts for our audience? Um, no, but uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh... It's been amazing to be able to share. You know, I love I love talking about this stuff. I love being able to help people. Yeah. And yeah. anyone out there struggling, just take heart that you know that it's happening for a reason. We're here exactly where you need to be right now to be able to move on to your next chapter. And there's nothing but love behind it. I love that. Can we still? Loved. And you can apply that to hotel quarantine as well. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You're saving lives. That's what you're doing. That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll sign off now, but thank you so much again, Michael Gohan, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you very much. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye. So there you have it, folks. One more piece to the puzzle and one massive step towards understanding your breakup journey and hacking the hell out of it. Thank you for joining us today. 
And remember, if you want to hear, see, and do more to gain clarity and confidence, check out the new Hero app available for free download today. Take care and we'll see you on the next episode.